0: Everyone, Jim starting here, and this is Pod Position. I'm joined here with Laura. Hello. Hello. How are you this week, Jim? Fucking terrible. Fucking terrible.
1: You 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 tried to do something good for yourself and your like living situation, and you ended up causing yourself a great deal of pain, if I understand right.
0: Yeah, I tried to I tried to lift too many heavy things at once, and I didn't lift with my knees like a sensible person. Um, so I'm in I'm in. For, for for about the past week, I've been in considerable amounts of pain but but that's all right that's all right. I'm still here i'm still still kicking and well I'm not kicking that would be terrible for me I'm, I'm i'm still lying around going uh a lot so actually that's that's really not different from what I usually do um but I'm also here with gavin Hello, hello, hello how are you
2: um I'm all right, a little bit heartbroken yeah. this week, like like a lot of people yeah. I know.
0: Yeah. yeah um. uh, oh fuck! Thanks for reminding me. I'd, yeah. <laughs> I completely, I'd forgotten, and then now I remembered again. Um, yes, yes. Obviously, uh, David Bowie passed away David, this week. David, yeah. David, mm-hmm. David mm-hmm. Bowie is away. Has been a big
1: hit for a lot of people
0: for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He um, he is
1: a man of many talents who did a lot of very wonderful things over a great number of years and. He's now ridden his lightning tiger back off into space to go off onto his next adventure.
0: (laughs) That's certainly the narrative I I choose to believe, because... Indeed. Indeed. Like he never really struck me as a mortal, and and if Bowie can die, like we're all fucked, and and so I don't like thinking like
1: that. You just got to think on the positives. He has finished with his brief time on Earth, and he's off to go back to his home planet, where he will continue to do his good work. And we were were blessed to
0: have had the time with him that we had. That's nice. Um, So yeah, that's that's. I mean, with Lemmy as well. Like that's like people who we really don't. Have le- we don't have a culture anymore that allows for legends to exist? No. So mm-hmm. we kind of lost like We're losing like real our last ones icons. Yeah, like mm. lasting icons because because culture now is so disposable that mm. I can't see many, if any, current famous people becoming that kind of iconic thing. You know, mm. I could be wrong, but it's it's it might just be the old man in me talking. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know maybe the Taylor Swift and the Miley Cyrus of the world like. They will be, like, considered with that kind of veneration I don't in the future. think so. I, do you, I don't may, know.
2: In, in some part because there's just not that much left to pioneer musically, do you know?
0: There's, there's a few
1: people who I think will, will, that are, like, making music today or have been making it recently that'll be in that vein. Like, I suspect Dave Grohl might end up in that status where, like, years from now we talk about him when he passes... I don't I, think he'll have
2: anything nearing the cultural not, not, impact not, that Bowie has.
1: <laughs> not necessarily not I'm not saying he's on the level of Bowie by mm. any means, but like you know, he he will stick around in minds for a very long time and people will definitely be aware when people like him pass. I think like the ones I'm scared about is when like none of the Beatles are left. That's gonna be a very Yeah, that's gonna be weird. That's gonna be a really strange thing to think about that none of the Beatles are around anymore. Mm like
2: Bowie as well though was just you yeah. just it just never he felt he felt immortal like you know it was really it was mm. something i never even it's considered like, a world with, that didn't have boy in it
1: <laughs> That's the thing is like with someone know. like Lemmy Lemmy was a big loss mm. but equally we all kind of knew it would happen one day because he was the the man who somehow survived drinking a bottle of scotch every day and yeah. like he was he was living the kind of lifestyle where you expect he's going to at some point pass away but mm. no bowie bowie was unexpected and he certainly came out of the blue in terms of like his last album and music videos make a lot of sense mm. in, in hindsight there's a lot that we now understand that we didn't at the time and conceptual yeah, yeah that was that's very, what he is that's that's <laughs> yeah.
2: that's how you go out you know exactly yeah.
1: But uh, and yeah, he
2: was he was pretty special for me. I'm not gonna lie; it's like he was the one. Do you know, he was like, yeah. I feel so I, lucky that we saw him on his last tour because we oh. we didn't even know if we were gonna go or not. And then we said, no, we have to. It's his because I think it was like yeah. the reality tour, and he was so good live. I feel very oh, yeah. privileged he's, he's, to have to have seen him.
1: Considering how long he's been performing, he still put on a the hell of a show. Um, I did spend. Pretty much an entire day listening to The Man Who Sold the World, the album just on repeat, because you yeah you, you kinda have to on days like that. Mm. Yay, hooray. It's it's a
0: very it's a very down show today. Look, we've still it's, got it's... Dark Side Phil. Let's yeah. let's try and look at the positives <laughs> in life, okay? Yeah. We've still got DSP. And he ain't going nowhere. He will live forever. So, hello, everyone. Welcome to Podquisition. Um we just did a bit of we did a bit of a sad for you for a minute. But- sorry,
2: forget. Sorry for giving you the sads.
1: It's fine, I'm sure we're going to do at least one more bit of a sad this week, because we've got a pretty sad game to talk
0: about at some oh, point. Oh god, so. I don't want to think about that game ever again.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know, you kind of have to, because there's a discussion to be had about it, Jim.
0: Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that Dragon Can, so we will talk about that today. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about, um, what else have we done? Pony is Island, will probably
1: get Pony Island. About, so I don't think we talked about that on the show yet. Um, no,
0: um, I, I've started playing Halo, Halo 5. Uh, mm-hmm. At last. Do- You're going to
1: do that review soon? <laughs> I'm going to do that
0: review. Um, <laughs> uh, I played a- Assassin's Creed India this week. I downloaded it today. Haven't I thought I'd have time to play it, but then I ended up doing an impromptu live stream today where I played Dark Knight followed by Galactic Hitman for no good reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've got it downloaded because I-, I thought the last one was okay. It was just if, pretty good, actually. If, if you liked
1: the last one... Uh, here is my review of Assassin's Creed India in a nutshell. Did you like Assassin's Creed China? This is another Assassin's Creed China with a slightly different coat of paint on it where it has some more like pastel and neon colors. Right. So do right. you want do you want more of Assassin's Creed China but this time in India with some some colors? That's pretty much what you're getting here and that is for better or worse.
0: Yeah, like I want to review it but at the same time I feel like I'm going to have the same issues I have when I, you know, when I used to try and review.
1: Yeah, if you if you liked China This is more China with a new coat of paint on it For better or worse The story is still still very minimal It's mm -hmm. like oh you're a guy You found a thing Go be a stealth assassin Go do gameplay Engage in direct um, combat if you can help it
0: Yeah, I mean like I I I would like to review it But my fear with doing so Is the same problems I had with You know when I was reviewing episodic content It's like what do I say that I didn't already say In the last review Like maybe maybe my review will be two sentences long <laughs> you know uh, i mean i guess i have got the freedom to do that kind of thing yeah, these days yeah and that's
1: the thing like a two sentence long review for this game you can definitely get away with like if you link to your past review and say hey all these things but here is like a sentence about the plot which is still very thin you could get totally get away with that as a review and it does justice to your opinion i think so yeah yeah that that is assassin's creed india gavin did you play anything this week
2: uh no I had, did not have time to play games this week. Again, I was making music. I I did play a little bit of Fallout Four to capture some video footage. So that that should pretty much tell you what the next song is going to be. <laughs> but oh, uh, no. you're
1: very mysterious, Gavin. I do wonder what you what you're, you're gonna doing, be doing. Another song Skyrim next.
2: song? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, no, sorry, I've been very been very naughty lately. I haven't played any new games for the podcast. But Tomb Raider's coming out at the end of the month. Can't wait for that.
1: Jim,
0: I'm yeah. here. It made a horrible beeping noise at me. I think it's saying Gavin's busy. He might be still on the last call, somehow. Ah, <laughs> um,
1: oh, you gotta love Skype. Well, while we're waiting for Gav, um yeah, I, I, before we get into the things that we've both that we've both played this week, um, I I played some of that Rick and Morty iOS game this week.
0: Yeah, this um. Today. I spoke to Conrad that that's Conrad Zimmerman who people know of, I, I work with in various things and he was selling me hard on it and I've still I still haven't seen Rick and Morty uh, to my uh, great failing I understand okay, that's my you failing. You need to
1: see it right away because that show would be 100% your jam. I know
0: everyone keeps saying it and I've, I I I've got no excuse like I really At, just at the need very to watch least it. please tell me that you've seen BoJack Horseman. I've seen I've seen BoJack Horseman. Yeah. I mean we- I've even seen I've seen um what's it um Doc and Marty, like the the original cartoon that oh, Rick and Morty yes, yes. grew off of, um, but I, I've never actually fucking gotten around to seeing Rick and Morty. Uh,
1: I'm just gonna try and add. Gav back in. Yeah, I tried.
0: I, I didn't get anywhere.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking that it's a problem on Gav's end, possibly if we can't get him back in. Um, are you calling Jim?
0: Nope. I'm getting I a call Gavin's now. I think Gavin's calling. Hang on. I'm just going to reject it. Um, right, I'm just going to type in the friggin' chat. Gav, can yeah, you hear me? I can indeed. Jim,
1: you can't hear Gav, can you?
0: No, I can't, no. Okay,
1: um, here's the thing. <laughs> I am simultaneously
0: in one call with Jim
1: and one call with <laughs> you, Gav. Fucking
0: hell. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, It's showing me as in... Am, am I in a call? It's showing it's... me now as not being in a call. It's showing I... me as not being in a call.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay. What The fuck? Reject Gavin's call. I, I, I vote we leave this in. I vote Are we gonna we have to. It,
0: yeah. This is horrible. This is the shit we deal with every fucking this, week.
1: This is this is the tech issues I talk about in those posts I do. The fucking, uh, Gav, um, needs to uh, Gav close. I mean, swipe, we could.
0: We could do the podcast this way.
1: Join our call.
0: Like if we have you in the middle as a tr- as a go between, so that I can tell you when to interrupt Gavin <laughs> on my behalf.
1: Well, we can probably make that work. <laughs> Shall we? We'll keep going then. I'm going to talk about this Rick and Morty <laughs> iOS game because I don't think Gav's going to be terribly interested in it. So I will yeah, talk then we'll talk about it things. while we wait for okay. him.
0: Okay.
1: Um. So yeah, it Rick and Morty. Uh, what's the game called? Pocket Mortys. It is basically Gen One Pokemon on iOS. Uh, you capture Mortys from different universes that all have their own gimmick. They have elements that have a rock-paper-scissors effect on each other. They are literally rock-paper-scissors. You beat trainers who will battle you when they see you walk into their line of sight. You collect badges by beating the top battlers of in the Morty fights. And basically you have to collect a series of...
0: Are you still there, Jim? Yeah, should I ignore that call that's coming in? I don't know what to do. I I really think the best thing to do might be if if we... If we all close Skype. close Skype and go, go back in, yeah. Yeah. Hello. 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 Oh, thank God. Skype <laughs> is Skype is a piece of shit. I'm gonna
2: gonna go out on a limb here and and guess that there was a Skype update lately.
0: Uh, probably. I didn't update anything, but it was just being it's just being a complete yeah. boner. Anyway,
2: I, I I've still uh, been uh, recording. No, can't so. hear you.
1: Yeah, so have I. It's fine. Oh. God. You c- you can't hear us.
2: Yeah, you're back now. You went all kind oh, okay. of roboty transformery okay, there we for will, a second. We will
1: fight. Th- we will fight through it. So yeah. to finish off my <laughs> thoughts on that Rick and Morty game, it, it is Gen One Pokemon. It it is mechanically Gen One Pokemon. Uh, that is. That can be a good thing. Could be a bad thing. Do you like <clears throat> Gen 1 Pokemon? It's basically that. Um, the writing is really solid. Uh, it's got a disappointing lack of uh, like recorded voiceover from the cast. But the writing, I hate that. The, the writing feels very stylistically in line with the show. It is it is a really solid Pokemon clone. If you want to be playing Pokemon on your iOS device and you like Rick and Morty, it's, it's a really good... Thing to pick up. Um it is free. It's a free to play game. The way they handle microtransactions is do you want extra money in game, watch some adverts or pay real money? Thankfully, these microtransactiony things are in their own very separate type of like machine that will be in the world. If you don't want the microtransactions, you never have to use that machine. You just walk straight past it. So, I the pacing is a little slower than a Pokemon. You have to do a little more grinding, and I suspect that that minor shift in pacing is probably down to trying to encourage you to buy the microtransactions. Almost always is, yeah. yeah. Uh, it is a minor enough like I played through the whole game, not once feeling like I needed m- to get the microtransaction stuff. I was enjoying the gameplay loop enough that I was like, I am happy to, you know, do an extra. An extra 15 minutes of grinding more than I might have otherwise done in order to, you know, not spend any money. And, you know, for me that I would probably rather have paid like 50p for this and not had that. But for what it is, there is a lot of good content in this. And I was never bothered by the fact that there were microtransactions. That's cool. So, yeah, if you are into Rick and Morty, which, Jim, you need to go watch Rick and Morty. Yes. Um, It's a good Pokemon clone on the on them smartphones
0: well, that's that's all right then i'm yeah. still looking forward to um pokemon red and blue coming to the 3ds like oh
1: and yellow which is the most oh, important and yellow. one yeah don't um, forget yellow
0: yellow um so i'm looking forward to that cuz you know i could i could play i could obtain it if i wanted to but i'd like yeah. to have it it's like consolidated there on the 3ds and like, everything I,
1: I have red and blue in a pair of Game Boys on my shelf in my office right now I know I would play them a heck of a lot more if it was on the 3DS, even if just because it has a nice backlit screen. Yeah. Well, this is and, what
0: I say a lot about yeah. various... It's, it's why I'm so against the, a lot of DRM stuff is that people pay for convenience. And it's like, as soon as you offer a better service and piracy, a lot of people... You know, we saw this with music piracy when iTunes and Spotify and all this stuff made obtaining music easier through legal yeah. channels. Uh, there are a lot of people who will pay a premium for convenience. You exactly. know, This is why we and, have, this is why we have yeah. people who, you know they'll do yard work for you for money, like, and they make money doing it because people who have the money will spend it to not expend effort. Uh, yeah. which is maybe what I should have done. Maybe I should have just paid someone to come in and clean my fucking office so that I wouldn't be laid up like a fucking slug man.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like I, I will totally be paying for the convenience of wireless trades and a backlight when Pokemon comes out. Cause that's what next month.
0: Um, fuck. Yeah. It's got to be coming think, up soon. I think it's,
1: I, I think it's in the next month or so. So that's good. But, uh, yeah, should we should we talk about the games that we both played this week, Jim? Yeah, there's a couple of them to talk about. Yeah, we could do that. Do we, where do we want to start? Pony Island or That Dragon, Cancer?
0: Let, let's put as much distance between David Bowie and, and TDC as we can. So let's talk about Pony yeah. Island for a bit. Yeah, Pony Island completely
1: caught me off guard. I was very dubious about it because I had heard nothing about it, and all of a sudden, like people were telling me I had to play it. It
0: it it went along that same mm. path as Undertale. Sorry, sorry. Where it was um, just, like, um, just
2: just wanted to interrupt you there. Carry on.
0: Good Fuck work. You. You're, doing, you're, <laughs> I, I, you're doing. I I think you're doing the Lord's work. God bless. Yeah. Uh, God bless you. God bless yeah, you it was very similar to Undertale. <laughs> I was, I was bored
2: of these games I haven't heard of, so I said I'd just interrupt you.
1: Well, maybe That's if hilarious. you stop and listen to us, you'll learn about games you might be interested in. Yeah,
2: stop doing music. Yeah, yeah right?
1: music, fuck we off, can- yeah.
0: Dark Souls comes out but once a year, Gavin. We can't just skate off that all the t- for, for a whole 12 months.
1: So as you were saying, Jim. very <laughs> as I was similar saying,
0: to Undertale. Before I was rudely interrupted. Um, yeah, very similar to Undertale in that it did just sort of appear and then suddenly people were like, oh shit, this is a thing. Like, It had mm. no build-up, it was just suddenly there. And then everyone it, loved it's it. It's
1: out, and suddenly everyone knows that it's out.
0: Yeah, and it is already on my uh, shortlist for games of the year, it's, already. I,
1: I would be surprised if it's not in discussion. It's a very intelligently put-together game.
0: Yeah, like, it's 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 a... Basically, and they make no secret about it, so this isn't yeah. a spoiler, but basically you are uh, trapped in an arcade machine designed by the devil himself, um, controlling a pony as it jumps over things, except... It quickly um, opens becomes, up from that and becomes yeah. this this twisted puzzle adventure game uh, with you basically facing off against the devil and his it, his various you're protocols. Basically, not to
1: like sell your soul in a microtransaction to the devil.
0: And it is fucking brilliant.
1: It it is incredibly smart with a lot of the things it does. Um, I you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about here, Jim. There was one point in that game where I had to. <coughs> close the game and check with someone that everything was okay before I could come back to that game <laughs> and uh, that was impressive it reminded me very much this game of like the at its at its best moments this reminds me of like an entire game made out of that um, oh Psychomantis fight from one of the Metal Gear Solid games where you had to like put yes your yes control- the first game yeah, against Psychomantis in the wrong port and it read from your save files and whatnot it felt stylistically like that was kind of what it was going for but for a full game.
0: Yeah, well I mean similarly, you know, Undertale did similar things and we're seeing mm. we saw this with the Stanley Parable as well, games that just are are really like playing with the idea of bringing the the player themselves into the experience and directly mm. trying to interact with them rather than just having a character in a game and the world is its own self-contained thing it's very, uh, to coin a, a phrase from my old uh, performing arts my Amdram days, it's very Brechtian uh, oh, as it breaks down the fourth wall and, and directly interfaces with players, um, and I, I love all that kind of stuff, I've always been a big fan of, of that kind of stuff Uh, so seeing more and more games do it because you know we see this in tv you know with comedies where people look at the camera and stuff by the way thank you to the pod position listeners who suggested house of fools to me i've been watching that this week and it's fucking brilliant um i just had to mention that um but games are so uniquely suited to being able to play with the fourth wall and directly reference the audience and and present games that know their games and sort of mm-hmm. uh, mess around with that. Um, so I'm actually surprised we've not seen more attempts at it over the years, but the ones yeah. that have been coming out recently have just been fucking stellar. The, the, and the,
1: the thing that I'm very curious about is I wonder how many of these we get before we start seeing some of these ideas get recycled and how response to these games is going to be once we start seeing that happen I'm honestly
0: surprised that in my uh, trawling Steam Greenlight for amusing trailers I haven't happened upon many uh, like attempts, cash grabs, yeah like everyone (laughs) jumped on the simulator bandwagon but I guess people are maybe too intimidated to jump on the Undertale or the the You know, Pony Island or the Stanley Parable bandwagon. Because I guess that involves real thought and effort when Mm. you can just. Instead, you could just whack Simulator on the back of something and then just say, ha ha, I made a shit game. Um, So hopefully there's that kind of barrier to entry that's stopping people from doing it. So, I haven't seen like, you know, I haven't seen underfail on Steam Greenlight yet, but having said give, that, I've probably given someone the idea for a title.
1: Yeah, give give it time. I'm sure that like 18 months from now we're going to see a lot of indies very poorly trying to do some of the things that these games did very well just because it's like we Quite did the possibly. thing too and we'll get around to that point yeah, we're but...
0: satirizing it yeah. can you can you explain to me in 2000 words why it's a satire oh, oh, oh.
1: Yeah. but yeah uh, pony island i yes. was caught very much off guard and i am so this is very a, a my impressed. little
2: pony game is it
1: no no but there is a game of the same name that's a browser game that is basically a my little pony game yeah i just that's googled it.
2: it and there's like my little ponies Did... coming up People...
0: yeah, yeah that, that's the wrong that... one
1: you specifically have to look for um, Pony Island okay. Steam. I see. Because it, yeah. if you just search Pony Island, you will find a very successful online browser game about yeah. My Little Pony type characters. Yeah, this um, isn't
0: anything to do with uh, you know My Little Pony stuff. It's got nothing to do with you know Brony stuff. Not that you know, there's anything wrong with that. You do you, but um, it's it, it's very subversive, and it's it's one of those games that makes me paranoid because I'm wor- I'm I get worried like when is it going to next make me feel stupid but not in a way that not in a condescending bad way like everything it does like it, it likes to pull the pants down of its players but with like this kind of cheeky wink and this kind of even when it's doing something like blatantly obvious like like there's there's one point where the game does something that we've seen done in say like Arkham Asylum and it's one yeah. of the oldest tricks in the book and it knows it's one of the oldest tricks in the book because it does this thing that that really, by that point in the game, after everything else it had done, it looked like a cheap shot, like it was a cheap gimmick. And then one of like the characters that was on screen afterwards, like when the, the attempted trick uh, was done, basically winked, like winked at the camera with a little glint in its eye. And I'm like, the game knows that what it just did was ham fisted and blatant and obvious and lazy <laughs> and made a joke out of it, but in a in a really good way, not in one of those ways where where games really are just obvious and lazy and then they just say it's okay because we know we're being stupid. Yeah. Um in also- the game they had just had so much genuine personality and, and charisma to it.
1: Also, I will say something very similar to about it that I said about Undertale, which is I really like the way it took two genres that aren't usually mixed into one game and found a way to Use a narrative to compellingly link them, like the kind of puzzle mechanics it's using, meshed in with a non-stop runner.
0: Wouldn't have thought that would have worked.
1: Yeah, they, they yeah. made that work. So yeah, Pony Island. That's that is a game I highly recommend.
0: Yeah, like I, I cannot recommend that one enough. I think it is uh, just a, just a superb concept that mm. uh, that is well executed upon and is always always surprising. Um, it, even it, it, when it looks it, like it's not gonna be, yeah.
1: and it doesn't outstay its welcome. Like it's always doing something new, and when it runs out of new things to do, it's like, right, this is where we end.
0: Yeah, I think some of the some of the mini game stuff, the hacking mini game stuff, was a little got a bit too repetitive. But it's a minor gripe compared to like how overall conceptually, it's just a, a beautifully paced package. I, and I can
1: certainly see that. I personally disagree, just because I found the introduction of new. New tools within the hacking section was common enough. Like uh, you were mm-hmm. getting new tools often. Oh yeah, they definitely that it, didn't, that it didn't bother me that I was still doing hacking.
0: The game definitely did everything it could to never tread water and do the same thing twice. Um, but yeah, yeah, like I said, I, I I am absolutely positive it's it's in in the top ten. You know, unless ten more games come out that knock it out this year. It's already well in my list of games to remember when it's time to do the gymquisition awards. It is, uh, yeah, it's something pretty effing special. Yeah, and, and I, I cannot recommend it enough.
1: And uh, from there, I guess now it is time to go into mm-hmm. that dragon cancer. Which, oh. oh, oh, that that is that is. I was going to say that is a game that's not necessarily a game <laughs> but it is it is an experience certainly. it's it's
0: a bad game it's, it's a good experience
1: it is something i am incredibly glad that i played and think is incredibly powerful but that i didn't feel i could give higher than a seven five
0: yeah i was pretty much in the same boat um it's it's requiem for a dream for me in that i'm glad i've watched that film once I never want to watch it again. <laughs>
1: yeah, I I I ended up like I did my review for Distractoid and I kind of prefaced it at the beginning with what I'm about to say here which is that in order to talk about this game you kind of have to separate out the cl- what is clearly a work of like a very much a passion project from a father to a son that is incredibly like personal and everything in there is very meaningful to them. Versus it being a consumer product that is being charged fifteen ninety nine for or fourteen ninety nine, yeah. and that people are
0: purchasing as something for them to experience. Um, as a critic, I found it a, a very interesting thing to write about, just because we are so used to, we're so used to one or the other in many ways. Um, but games like this, where there really is just that clear separation between. Is this a good product versus there, is this a good piece of art? There it's, are
1: there are things in this game that are clearly there because they have some significance to the author, but that do not translate over to the the player.
0: Yeah, yeah. Without, without
1: like because there's just missing context and things.
0: Yeah, and like it's easy. I think it's easy to write about something like Dear Esther, which is um, very much on one side of the scale and write about something like Call of Duty, which is very clearly on the other side of the scale. Um, Whereas that dragon cancer is something I feel that is so... Caught between these two things, where it's like this is such a, a personal tragic game. Um, very good at making people cry. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, we've
1: we've not really talked about what it actually is yet, have
0: we? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... I I will get to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just I, I've lost my train of thought. Fine. You know? uh, um, sorry, I
1: stopped you waxing
0: lyrical. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. I'll get there again. But but I was just basically saying that it straddles that line more than any other game I've played between you know uh, personal art and product, because I've never had to consider the product that much when talking about this, because it's like, yeah, this is kind of achingly beautiful in its own way, but they still want 15 bucks for it, and and, and does it provide enough of an interaction uh, to get by on that? Mm.
1: So, like, for anyone who doesn't know that Dragon Cancer, it's an interactive journey that's about two hours long, about an actual father who was the developer of this game and his son's battle with cancer. Um, it's no, no secret. This, this stuff has been talked about sort of in the run up to the game's release, but um, the developer Ryan Green had a son named Joel, who at about 12 months old was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor and was told they were the parents were told that he had maybe months to live at best. And, he passed away at about the age of five, which was midway through development of the game. Um, and basically it is about this, this developer's perspective on his family's journey through a child living with and dying of cancer,
0: which pretty heavy, pretty heavy subject material. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've already admitted that it... it and I, I admit that personally I am very... Um, when it comes to uh, death, Mm. I am very mawkish about it. And I tend to, I'm very easy to get blubbing like a baby, uh, that kind of stuff. So I've got, I got no shame in saying that it it had me that way. Um, Mileage may vary with, with players. Um, Mm. I'm certainly not, I'm in, I'm, I'm easy to get in that regard. So I'm not going to suggest that, Oh, everyone will have the same experience I did, but I do think the game is very good at, 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 jerking the tears as it were it yeah. is it's it's very i mean it, the story itself i mean there's any story like that is, it's fucking tragic i mean no mm. child should have to go through you know such just that kind of cruelty as as far as as dealing with cancer and and there are moments in the game that make bring that that cruelty to life more than yeah uh, i've ever sort of considered before ever contemplated before um one particular scene which involves very very realistic sounds of of a child in pain which is like i wanted nothing more than for that That, whole sequence to end
1: that scene is the scene that Two years ago, I think, at Develop, I was shown that scene, and that was the first I saw of that game, and that's the scene that got me interested in, like, I want to see what this turns into as a full product. Because mm. that scene... Imagine being in a crowded convention and playing that scene and walking away in tears, just like, yep, that was unexpected, uh, oh no.
0: It, 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 like, and I say this in a way that that is complimentary when I say mm. that was one of the most uncomfortable upsetting experiences i've had with a game that i never yeah. want to repeat and i i do not mean that as if to say the the game was bad in that moment i mean to say it was it was fucking it effective it was doing
1: exactly what it was meant to be doing at uh-huh, that moment yeah. but like this is my kind of my problem with that dragon cancer is when it's when it's like hitting the mark it is absolutely stunning mm-hmm. when it's focusing on very direct accounts of very very personal real moments it is wonderful like it That's might it, be yeah. it might be feeding bread to the ducks while having a conversation with your other two children about why one of your children's nonverbal it might be just going to the park or something it might be Being sat up in that hospital room, and your child is crying, and you can't explain to them what's wrong, and you with a lot of the
0: dialogue them, a lot of the dialogue is very naturalistic as well. I found, I mean, it's done by the Greens themselves, you know, the the mother, the father, and the the uh, siblings, and normally that would just be bad voice acting, but. There is something, and I guess obviously because it is based on their, their own experiences, there's something very natural about it. Something very, very real
1: about it. Very real, Ev- yeah. Everything is very, very rooted in, like, we in the last 12 months lost lost a member of our family, and that feels yeah. very sort of present in the way this game is acted. Where,
2: where does the um, the dragon in the title come from? Is it simply just a metaphor for antagonists? No, or? More or less there, a...
1: there is... There, when they talk about dra- uh, cancer as a dragon, there is a... A story inside the game where, like, they're talking to their children about cancer, and they're talking about their child's battle with cancer and using a dragon as a way to sort of explain a battle with cancer to their kids. All
2: right.
1: So that is the way they do it. And, like, that's the thing. When it's doing this kind of stuff, it's amazing. It is a fantastic piece of work. When this game fails is when it tries to either abstract these concepts in into sort of like abstracted mini games or yeah. when it puts in like new pieces of gameplay and gameplay types that just don't seem to mesh with the tone and pacing of the rest of the experience. And
2: is there is there like a gameplay loop and a fail state in the game? Like, is it, it are there actual challenges or is it more of a just interactive it, story kind of thing?
1: It's It's more an interactive story until yeah. you get to these moments where it basically feels like the developer... Wanted to put gameplay elements in To not get called a dear Esther Or it a does. walking simulator
0: It does and what David Cage did mm. with uh, Indigo Prophecy Slash Fahrenheit Where where there's almost a self-consciousness About this isn't video games enough Let's put yeah. in some video games
1: So like the the two moments that stood out to me Being pretty non-spoilery Were the kart racing segment That, yeah. that one just did not mesh And uh, there's one that I think you mentioned it In your review as well Jim The uh the candles and, like, the techno I candle piano. I
0: that bit. Yeah. I, the... I
1: still don't understand how I got through that bit. I, I just stopped. I don't know I what just... the game was asking for from me.
0: I stopped playing and I windowed out for a moment to do something else and then the game just moved on and I had to rush back in. Uh, which, which <laughs> is my, one of my big issues with the game is um I, I missed several moments just because I was too busy w- trying to work out what it wanted from me and then it just yeah. moved on on its own it's, it and, is, and I, I missed the impact of the moment. Yeah.
1: It is best when it keeps its interactions minimal and allows you to sort of have a hand in exploring this world rather than trying to get you to do a kart race three laps around a hospital room with no other racers to race against, yeah. but I mean, you're it, still throwing bananas at everyone.
0: Interaction is important in a game. I mean, that's what separates a game from, you know, just watching a film. Uh, I'm all for interaction. What I'm not for is, like, half-baked interaction. Mm. And, and that's what I felt. Like, some of the like, the controls for the kart thing. Like, like it seems... I realise some people are going to, like... M- Consider me maybe a bit of a philistine for complaining about controls in a game about a, you know that's so personal about this this mm. tragedy, but, but it, it's a fourteen ninety nine retail product. At the same point, we do have to talk about it as a product as well as a piece of art, and, mm. and and when we're talking about that, it's like moving the mouse left and right to make this cart go left and right three not, laps. It, it does good.
2: Plus, if you're if you're frustrated at the mechanics, it it somewhat is going to undermine the emotional yeah, impact yeah. of the story. I mean
0: that's and exactly yeah. what I mean when I say like I there were some points where I'm like I don't know exactly what the game wants from me is it my turn like like I was yeah. like at the beginning of the the Force Awakens with Kylo Ren it's like who speaks first <laughs> like I was like that with the game at times like like yeah. who moves first and you or me the- and then the game moved and I was already flustered a bit so I couldn't appreciate what the game was doing next.
1: And sometimes the interactions are beautiful. Like, again, talking about that opening scene, like there is Mm -hmm. a bit where you just control a duck swimming around listening to this conversation and, like, trying to catch the bread that's being thrown at you. Little moments like that really work. And then there are other moments that just completely miss the mark or drag on for way too long attempting to... Yeah, that bit in. with the
0: dude swimming underwater uh, being a...
1: Uh... Yeah, like, it's it's a very powerful, like, bit of um, visual... Just a nice visual moment that lasts way too long.
0: Yeah, like, and... it's full of stuff like that. The The surreal moments did so little for me, and I think part of that is because the moments when the game is actually real and genuine and and, and seems to really be from the heart, like, are it, its best moments. Mm. So it's kind of, like, this really... Really ill-fitting come down. Like I, I get there being needing to be a break between sad scenes yeah. so that you're not just like like almost desensitized well, yeah, but by the end. You but can
1: have happy scenes as well, like that scene at the park. Like there's a lot of like moments of levity that are good. You don't need to have cart
0: races to have yeah, those moments like it, of levity. It, it just ends up kind of. Um, I think we both said that the pacing of the game is just mm. off. Like it, yeah. Like the way it, it ruins its own momentum at times. Yeah.
1: The way I ended up talking about it is like. I would be much more happy to give this this a like universal recommendation if there were a director's cut of it where maybe 20 to 30 minutes of content was cut. And that's yeah, a number out of my really head. Maybe padding. that's a bit high of a number, but if you could cut out a bunch of sections of that game, the game would be a lot stronger for it, I think.
0: Uh, I don't disagree. I, I feel
1: it would be a much stronger hour and a half game than it turned out as a two-hour game.
0: Yeah, I mean, hell, I I would even probably be brutal enough to say skim it down to an hour and sell it for a, like five to ten bucks, uh, and I feel like I'd still get the most out of it that I got. Mm. Um, so yeah, like, I, it's one of those things where it's like, certainly if you're already not a fan of your Gone Homes and your, uh yeah, you know, Stanley Parable, this is the certainly not going to be guide, the one like, to convince you. No, if you are a fan of those games, definitely you take on board that it's got its issues. But at the same mm. time, if, if you're a, an aficionado of these types of games, then this is yeah. one that you probably need to check out. It, uh, it, it needs playing at least once.
1: Yeah. This feels like a really weird comparison to make, but I feel like I'm in the same camp as I was um, talking about No More Heroes when it came out. And bear with me on this weird comparison. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like it is not a good game, it is a flawed game all over the place and could definitely do with a lot of improving as a game. But when you're looking at the narrative, it's amazing and I'm going to be talking about this for years.
0: And yeah, it's yeah. a
1: weird comparison to make. I think there's a lot I of games. Like it is. Like it's it's yeah. an amazing game that I don't feel I can give higher than a
0: 7.5. There, there were many games like that. There was another one. Um, fuck, what was it called?
2: It was That was, was how a I felt game. about Brutal Legend.
0: That, that's another good example, yeah. actually. Which
1: which Wii game were you on about?
0: <sighs> uh, what, what, what did you do in it, Jim? Uh, it's It was so weird. Zack and it Wiki? Was, no, it was a, yeah. a Japanese game. Um, and the very first A Japanese game
2: that was weird? No, come
0: Involves you on. finding some robotic AI that dies by the end of the first level. Um, it had a really like long-winded title. Um, and it was on the Wii... Ah uh, fuck! I I'm going to try. Lot, and...
1: I played a lot of Wii games and I don't remember this. By
0: you, I'm going to try some Google foo here.
1: Okay, but Wii
0: yeah. Japan <laughs> game. Uh, uh, but yeah, ghost I
1: I will say AI. that Dragon Cancer is it there. Is it amazing. is. Oh, what is it?
0: I googled Wii Japan game ghost AI. Just remembering <laughs> things from the game, and it was Fragile Dreams, Farewell oh. Ruins of the Moon. Yes, that that is, is a game. Mm. I gave us, I think, like a six out of ten to, and yet, to this day, tell everyone that I fucking love. This is a game I could yeah. not give higher than a six. Yet I fucking loved it. Yeah,
1: I. There are games like that, and I feel like that's where that Dragon Cancer sits. Like it is an amazing thing that I am so glad I experienced that I can't score higher than I did because it has serious pacing issues that just really undermine a lot of like. What would otherwise have been a superb experience. So yeah, yeah there's that. Um, sh- we don't have any more games to talk about this week, I don't think. So should we? Uh, should we talk a bit about the news and things of the week? Yeah, let's get some news yeah. done. Why not? Let's have a look. What What news have we got? Uh, oh, we can shout at Sony this week because they did something stupid.
0: Oh God, that was one of the. I mean, what uh, were they
1: thinking?
0: Yeah, Sony tried
1: <laughs> to trademark the term "Let's Play."
2: Oh uh, what?
1: Yeah. Is this your first hearing about this, Cap?
2: Yeah. Oh, come yeah, on, they tried, really? This is a troll. This can't be true.
1: No, this is a serious trademark uh, request that they filed. And thankfully, they did not get this trademark. But they were like, yeah, Let's Plays, that ubiquitous term that everyone uses for this incredibly successful type of content. Then they certainly
0: oh, didn't that's
2: a come. That they had
1: nothing to do with propagating. They're like, that's ah, ours now. That
2: is that such a dick disgusting. move.
0: I mean, if anything, <laughs> I think it's... I think it speaks volumes about how fucked up trademark law is that they even thought there was a chance of getting away with it. Uh, Let alone, you know... I mean, (laughs) lucky they didn't, but... I mean, just... That a company could think it has a chance of just... Just by virtue of being the first ones to give it a go. That they could copyright something or, you know, trademark something that... They had, n- as you say, nothing yeah. to fucking do with.
1: Well, you see, every every couple of months, I will get press emails from Nintendo about how they've won court cases against people who tried to tra- basically trademark the Wii after it already existed. And they're like, no, we came up with a video game console that uses motion controllers as its oh, yeah. core cool concept, mean- except we created the patent on oblongs used in a ver- in a 3D space for non work activities
0: Give yeah us like the i wee mean money. there's there's been fucking cases of patent trolls that actually succeed doing that mm. stuff and it, it disgusts me every time i mean you know, the most famous of all was Tim Langdall with the trademark of Edge, which he sort of used to attack a whole bunch of games that dared to have Edge in their name. Well, wasn't uh, there an, actually... over the, over the
1: word Scrolls? You couldn't use the word Scrolls. There was yeah, a very
0: famous was... um, debate between uh, Notch's company, well, Mojang at the time, uh, and... The Bethesda, well, ZeniMax, yeah. uh, to be mm-hmm. more precise, because uh, they were trying to protect the Elder Scrolls, and his game was called Scrolls. And, I I could uh, be off
2: the mark here, but as far as I know, Nintendo also trademarked the um, the eight way thumb control. So when when you know the one on the uh, the Xbox controllers, they have to do it differently so that it's not actually an ingrained eight way thumb control thing.
0: I mean, you know, I'm all in in favor of people being able to
2: protect D-pad. their their, <laughs> the their work. Wo- looking for,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm all in favor of comp- of, of uh, you know people trying to protect their creations and everything. Mm. But the way it gets used now, like, is only a like it's the enemy of creativity. Like when you can't even. Have an idea without fear that it's a bit too similar to someone else's in a completely different fucking context and they can sue you for it. Yeah. Well, um, the, we saw just, that with that, not that
2: Robin Thicke song. As as much as I dislike Robin Thicke, that court case was bullshit. Complete utter bullshit and they should not oh. have uh, had like, to. Do they
1: should, you should you not remember have won when... that,
2: that, that case.
1: That's like, do you remember when King were saying, I don't know if they, if they won a court case or not to do with it, but they were saying they had the trademark on the word candy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you could not use the word candy because they owned it. I'm like, no, Adoles. you did not come up with that word. You did not come up with the concept. Yeah. But, uh... I had a friend is, who started working yeah. for them
2: and he was all excited and I was trying so hard to hold my tongue. I was like, dude, they're <laughs> scum. They're absolute scum.
0: Yeah. yeah King, <laughs> fucking, absolute Gotta trash as far as
1: I'm concerned Yeah, Sony tried to do a stupid thing And thankfully they didn't get away with it Um, If they had got away with it, fuck them Everyone would still have called it Let's Plays And no one would have cared Mm. But, you know Uh, Other news we had this week Did any of you see that open world Star Wars RPG That was on Kickstarter this week? No The, um, yes The the one where uh, they were asking for about £80,000 for a fallout level of fidelity, open world RPG, um and they didn't yet have, have um they didn't yet have permission to use the Star Wars branding, but they were sure it was gonna happen any time now. They they, they oh, yeah, any requests and you know, it's like we're in talks for it. And I mean, you know that
0: you know Disney. Like, yeah. you just got to ask. Diz- and Disney never will just hand it. over
1: the Star Wars name to anyone to make anything with. That's
0: just the nice kind yeah. of
1: company they are. I mean,
0: this isn't the company that stops hospitals, children's wards from drawing Mickey Mouse on the wall. Not at all. No. So, uh, yeah,
1: as you might imagine, that Kickstarter didn't last very
0: long. <laughs> no. Uh, we'll never get Episode Devin.
1: Ah, uh, well, it's never going to happen. So. A uh, lesson to be learned, everyone. First of all, $80,000 or whatever it was, you're never going to make the scale of open-world RPG you thought you were going to make, particularly considering none of you have ever made games before. And yeah, this was always going to get cease and desisted, but yeah. good on was you it for it, trying, it, I guess. Was
0: it a video game or was it a tabletop pen? No, it was a
1: video game. It was an open-world... RPG video game. They specifically Either cited way, like ridiculous. Skyrim and and um, Fallout as like, oh yeah, we're gonna make it like those. Have you guys yeah, backed I mean...
2: many things on Kickstarter?
1: I've, I've backed the
2: occasional. Uh, thing. I've a few three. years ago,
1: I backed a f- I backed a few things a few years ago, but I've not backed anything. I like to in back toys. I, ba- I backed
2: three things, and only one of them delivered on the promise. Like two were games, and one was a video series, and like. I'm kinda of looking at them all and it's like only one of the games actually came out. The video series didn't deliver what it promised to at all and the other game just died.
1: <laughs> no I, I, I backed a kind of like mediocre video game that I that I got put as a character in. So that was, that was a thing oh. that happened And that game was very mediocre but nice, there is collusion a very... There. nice collusion there oh, I, 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 I was very open about it at the time But I backed a game called <laughs> Fist Puncher So so as a fighting As a side-scrolling beat-em-up And the version of me in that game is not flattering In the slightest I do not look good in that game So go find the, the, the I kick-started the Skeleton Warriors <laughs>
0: figures and they uh, Redid Skeleton Warriors The old uh, 90s Yeah Oh, Showtime. I,
1: I backed, uh, backed Hillary Goldstein's comic he did, uh, Golem, I think it was called. I got the first volume of that and I never got any more of them. Oh. So
0: uh, I, I um, backed stuff
1: now and then a few yeah, years I do ago, but man. I've I've not done it in years.
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't back a Star Wars open world RPG no. done by someone who isn't Disney. Well I wouldn't <laughs> back it if it was done by Disney. I mean they shouldn't have to kickstart, should they? Um but yeah, what I really liked most of all about it was uh, when the person announced that they um, had to stop doing the Star Wars RPG uh, because of this little thing called not owning the rights, um, the quote-unquote developer uh, was all saying things like, man, why did you have to report me? <laughs>
1: like, <did you laughs> Thanks really a lot, everyone, for reporting me to Disney. Yeah. Well, they they claimed they were speaking to Disney, so Disney would have been aware of it. But, eh. Whatever. Um, other news this week. Very quick bit of news. Final Fantasy IX on PC is going to let you turn off random battles. I like that this is a trend that Square are starting to do with all of their re-releases of RPGs, where you can just turn off the random battles if you just want to go through the story stuff. And they the story hate battles. their old game mechanics, though. They do they seem hate to, hate their
0: old game mechanics. For so me, they-
1: I'm not going to complain about that. I, I like being able to go back and play Final Fantasy IX and not have to worry about level grinding.
0: I mean, I will say, like, especially with, with just the way Final Fantasy IX was designed, that's not necessarily a terrible idea. But, yeah. well, but the, I do, I just find it just an amusing added point that Square yeah. Enix just has been distancing itself from the games <laughs> that the games and the, the way the games are set up that made them so famous in the first place. They've been steadily yeah. like just moving away from that shit. Well,
1: as as someone that doesn't always have time to go back and play an old RPG. But sometimes wants to go back through the story. It is nice to just be able to go through those uh, the big story critical battles, have the leveling curve like altered for that, and yeah, that works for me. It's it's it's
2: respectful yeah, think, of the fact I, I may a, not
1: have the time.
2: I, I like that idea. I think cutting out grinding yeah. is, is always good.
1: As as an optional thing for people who like aren't going through this for the first time and just want to re experience some of their favourite moments very nice way of P-
0: doing things particularly this, in final though.
2: fantasy because the animations in the in the the combat are very very long sometimes
0: i got to say this though as far as grinding goes i've never felt like final fantasy 9 was particularly grinding like i always felt like the game's challenge moved at a very natural pace along with my it- own progression. Maybe that's just me, but I never, out of all the Final Fantasies they've done, like it feels like among the least grindy.
1: It doesn't feel too grindy, and you're right, its, it's pacing is good in that regard, but it is just the time that grinding takes. It, it's the time that all those random battles take is time you can cut down if you want to go back and re-experience that narrative. And I really like it as an optional trend that is coming in.
0: I I mean, I've got nothing against it. I just, I I just, I, I find it funny when Square Enix does it. That's all.
1: That's fair enough. I don't think we'll ever see it in any of their new games because you know that's not the purpose of it. But as a way to like replay decade-old games, I'm happy with that. Um, What else we What else we got this week? Uh, Oh, news that I completely missed that didn't know it existed. Did you know that the Oculus Rift at launch is going to need four USB ports? What? <laughs> Did you know that three of them have to be 3.0 USB ports? What? Yeah, that that's in the system requirements for the Oculus. Now, to be clear, one of those is only necessary if you want the controllers, but it's still like, apparently you still need three USB ports at the minimum to run this, and as so best I So what are I you supposed tell, to play it on? I'm guessing that's because they're getting rid of the mains lead that the dev kits had, but You better hope you've got several 3.0
0: USB ports. That's... I mean... I don't have... I've got... All my USB ports have things in! All of mine have things in, or they're 2.0.
1: Like, I have a USB keyboard and a USB mouse. I use an external hard drive that is USB. Like... If I've got my mic plugged in as well That's a fourth USB slot I don't have another three, 3.0 USB slot I ain't got lying around.
2: So basically what, what they're saying what is not, not only will you have to spend 600 quid on the product You'll also have to build a new PC
0: Well I mean we already knew That you'd need a fucking high end PC anyway But uh, apparently you'd make Make sure if you got one for the rift that you've got the right usb ports as yeah, well now just, please thanks
1: just double check the the system requirements list it does list three 3.0 usb ports and then one it can be anything usb port so yeah there's other oculus news because the, the oculus is is uh pumping us out a great deal of stories this week uh the guy behind the oculus uh palmer lucky has come out with a couple of statements this week. That I'm sure will make everyone very happy with him. Uh, first of all, the man who makes the Oculus says that the PlayStation VR isn't as good as the Oculus because
0: wow, really? Yeah,
1: that is a shocking turn of events. The
0: man, the who more entry-level console-oriented. Yeah, oh no. I'll say this, right? I'll, I will say this. Some, um, somewhere
2: in Japan, some Sony exec is trying to copyright the term VR right now in revenge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this will show them. Um, I'll I'll say this, like cuz i I've, I've, uh, i did a gym on vr this past week and i did at least give credit to oculus for not skimping on quality in order to and, and and you know taking the hit on the the high price but at the same time like you know i've been using the gear vr and i'm like i, I don't feel like quality is that important like, I don't feel like power and quality is... Th- like, the, v- the Gear VR is impressive enough, and that's just my own fucking phone. And that that's already, like, done enough to wow me. So I'm like, the idea that the, P- P- the PlayStation VR won't be as good as the Oculus th- does nothing for me. I don't care about the quality so much as I care about, like, are the games going to be good? Can I run it without needing three USB ports?
1: (laughs) Oh, goodness. Hopefully at some point this week I've got my new PC stuff turning up so I should have enough USB ports. I'm not buying the Rift still. Um, There is another quote from Palmer Lucky this week. Um, Oculus are not going to tell you when the Rift is is ready to ship, right? And they're not going to charge you until it ships. So apparently you just have to keep £499 just... In your bank account ready And it'll turn up on your doorstep He wants it to be a surprise when you're going to get charged And deli- it's going to be delivered to you
2: I'm, so, re- like, I'm he's honestly He's not going to really announce glad. it in
1: advance like, They're not going to tell you the date that you're going to get charged And sent this thing It's like oh, we want it to be a surprise Just keep the money hanging around until we I decide to I feel like this guy you. could
2: do with hiring a business manager
0: <laughs> At least a PR manager <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like, I will say <laughs> this like I, I was already, like, you know... I've already said that I, I'm waiting for Canaries to go down the, the mineshaft before I pick up a, a, a an Oculus mm. an Oculus Rift, but I've never been, like... I. The more I hear about it, the gladder and gladder I am. Like, you know... I, everyone knows how much money I make because it's there in public and for everyone to ghostly talk and chatter about. But as someone who has, um... You know, responsibilities and bills to pay, like... Six hundred bucks for me, like, still isn't like a small amount of money, and I'd like to know like when it's going. I, and to, to just, I would
1: at least like to know when are you going to take that money from me?
0: Yeah, when and, when and do we people... need to
1: have that money to hand?
0: Yeah, and and I say that as someone who doesn't have to worry so much about that, but you know, I I, I guarantee you, some people who make way less than I do. Fucking put money up. On that thing, you know, just to have it, um, and you know, spend your money however you want, but but it's, I w- I would not want to be in that position where I don't know when it's when the money's coming out.
1: So yeah, that's that's the glorious tale of Oculus this week. Um,
0: I think that's honestly, it. glad I didn't pre-order it. Like I'm honestly glad right now that that you know I intend to wait till it's like like freely available in a store where I can just fucking. You know, order yeah. one and it'll get there in a like, the normal standard I'm, amount of time. I'm
1: very curious to hear about the uh, the the HTC Vive. I am asking very nicely if they'll send me one. I'm not holding my breath on that front, but you know, um, I would like to get involved in VR this year, but I somehow think it might not happen. Um, yeah, like I might pick up the PlayStation VR depending on price if I can just walk into a shop and pick it up. I don't want to pre-order any of the VR solutions at this point because no no there is it seems just like every day we're getting more and more like stories of things that are going wrong with pe- what people have expected of VR so we'll give it time. Um yeah, and with that out of the way, I think that is it for like news this week. I don't think there was much else interesting on in the week. So, should we do questions for a bit?
0: Yes, please. Yeah, right.
1: Let's let's pull up some some questions. Uh Where's the question list? It's somewhere in here. Questions this week. Um, Stuart Denue wants to ask, and I think that this is a good question to ask, just because I think, at the very least, Gavin's going to have a lot to say on this. Um, in light of, you know, David Bowie's passing this past week, what were your favourite pieces of David Bowie's work?
2: Um.
0: Labyrinth, obviously. <clears throat>
2: Picking, picking favourite Bowie stuff is really, it's kind of impossible because he did so many different styles and genres that everything mm. is your favourite depending on what your mood is. But mm. the album Outside really stands out to me um, as a really underrated one. It, it, it's when he was kind of listening to a lot of Nine Inch Nails and I think Gary Newman as well. And he did this like amazing industrial, almost industrial metal, but more kind of hard rock album. And it's it's really dark and atmospheric, and it's not. It was like nothing else he ever did, and I I really think if you're a new boy fan, listen to a couple of songs off that album um, because it's it's amazing.
0: I think if I'm if I'm picking albums, certainly the the album I listened to more than anything else was Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. Um, Scary
2: monsters,
0: monsters, super creeps, super creeps. Super creeps. Um, yeah, like Keep it's. it's uh, oh, I love that running. song. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's a very again like everything he does, very um its own thing, unlike any of the other stuff he's done or, or anyone else has done. And I think it's probably got just. just I love the, the, little the highest. Girl
2: and I love it to the day she dies.
0: <laughs> it's got the highest concentration <laughs> of uh, songs that that I probably enjoy the most. Um, just some fantastic fucking tunes on that one. Um, so yeah, yeah, that that would be my pick of albums and, and obviously mm. everything everything to do with Labyrinth I think is personally I I, I think is fucking amazing. We actually watched that last night and and everything. it's it's just it is, still it so wonderful, wonderful to see his yeah. his schlong poking out as as <laughs> Hoggles on his knees.
1: Face to face schlong? with it. Oh. Um for me, I think like I really like um, a couple of his early albums. I really like Space Oddity and The Man Who Sold the World. Uh, beyond that, I really love the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the spiders from Mars. I there is something about that album that is just I like anything that like goes a bit concepty with like space stuff and I kind of love that about that album. Mm. more recent stuff um oh, I like the pair of tin machine albums. The pair of tin machine albums were really good.
2: I wasn't so, yeah, keen on go- those I have to say.
1: I I like them. I yeah. I know they're not to everyone's taste, but they mm. they worked for me. So there you go. There's there's my my Bowie album picks. I think, but yeah, the looking looking back over, I just had to sort of look like, oh yeah, which which albums did he do? He's done a lot of music over a great number of years. He has made a mm. lot of very good music
2: and a lot of very different sounding music. Mm. Definitely,
1: this. it is not easy to pick through mm. that man's
2: yeah it's virtually Library impossible work. like i I don't think I could pick a favorite Bowie song. There's so many like mm. China girl is one of them like I don't know like Jean Genie. <laughs> you know how do you even begin to pick a favorite Bowie yeah. song? do have he really had a way with yeah. with, with writing a oh, he, a good song
1: he really did um mm. I've just realized before we continue with questions, we missed a piece of news that I think is wonderful that we need to talk about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did any did either of you hear about the uh the seventeen-year-old who spent, uh, let's see, almost eight thousand dollars American oh, on yeah. FIFA. What? I mean, using you his know, dad's credit card. A lot of people what, what, are there. How go, do like, you
2: spend eight thousand? Is this buying packs? Uh, buying and, buying packs. You know, there's YouTube channels who do that, and that's like what yeah. they do. They spend. of they the money unbox on packs. packs.
1: Yeah, they, they are terrifying that those exist. But mm. yeah, this seventeen-year-old who, as best I can tell, is like. Mentally cognizant, claims he had no idea that he was repeatedly buying new packs that cost money each time. He claims he thought that because he'd paid for a pack once, he could open as many packs as he wanted and he would only be charged the once.
0: I mean, that's naive. Uh, I I, I envy him, his optimism. Yeah, (laughs) Um, and his,
1: his father is blaming the game for not being clear. And I'm like, no, it says a price and says, do you want to purchase... I'm pretty sure your 17-year-old son should know better.
0: I will say this, though. Like, it is it is very easy to, to laugh at the kid and the father and say, you know, they're, they're stupid and all this. You shouldn't let a kid have your credit card and he should have known better and all this. And then, you know, that's all fair points. That's all well and good. But at the same time, like, Netflix stops and asks you if you're sure if you watch more than five episodes of something in a row. Mm. There should be something in place where, like, like, like when you get to $4,000, do you not think the game should be like.
2: Are you sure? <laughs> do you think
0: you've had enough? Like, that, that it can let you run up a bill like that without warning? Like, yeah. I don't. I think I don't they know damn
2: well this stuff yeah, happens, and I think guarded. it's within their interests not to have a, a feature like well, that. As,
0: as it's I true, but, it, but I feel won't... like there should be one yeah. just to, like, I, you know, I'm all for people making their own mistakes and learning mm. from them, but at the same time, like,. No family should go into debt over FIFA. No, and... (laughs) We're we're too civilised a society for this. (laughs) And
1: hopefully FIFA are refunding them. At the time when this news story broke, they weren't going to refund it, because they're like, no, your kid's 17. You knew what he was doing. It's... It is a horrible situation. If they actually end up in actual debt because of this, then obviously it becomes less of a funny story, but it is... It is difficult because I think what FIFA uh, said, the FIFA developers said is that they wouldn't refund it unless the father made a legal claim that the son had defrauded him and took him to court for basically to claim that, like, I am the card owner and these purchases were not made by me. I would like to take the person who made these payments on my card to court. Oh, that's fucked. And that is a really fucking shitty situation. So the funny joke side of the story aside... I really hope that like the negative press around this hopefully convinces the developer to, to just be like, okay, fine, we'll give you your fucking money back and yeah. we'll like lock out your account so you don't get to use any of that stuff that you bought digitally. but
2: And then they, they'll trademark his credit card number.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's out of the way. Back to questions. Uh, what other questions do we have this week? Some random guy 42 wants to ask... One hundred years from now, Ubisoft announces an Assassin's Creed game set in the far-flung <clears throat> past of 2015. What region would you want it to be set in? Shanghai. I could see that.
2: Mm, all those tall buildings.
1: I was thinking. Um, the first thing that came to my mind was Dubai, for pretty much the same reason: is big, huge buildings. Mm. Um, I kind of like the idea. it's like a, a bit
2: hot... more spaced out. It might be hard to run yeah. along between rooftops and stuff. i
1: I would like to see an Assassin's Creed that was set in like modern day Hong Kong. I think Hong Kong can make a fascinating background for an Assassin's Creed, yeah, uh, that... what about oh you, yeah, Jim? because
2: Hong, Hong Kong. It's not only really vertical, but it's also it's very, very cramped. very cramped. It is, yeah.
1: it is very colourful, very bright, very cramped, and very tall. Yeah, Hong which Kong would, would probably be, make would for be, uh, a really good Assassin's Creed.
2: Would be perfect.
1: Yeah, Jim, mm. thoughts? I want it to be on the moon. <laughs> don't be silly, Jim. We don't have moon assassins yet. We will in 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 twenty fifteen. That's already happened. We will have moon yes. assassins. Yes. Well so how do we September. know we
2: don't <laughs>
0: That's it they're so good And they're on the moon so we wouldn't <laughs> know
1: I, I suppose I can't beat you there um, That's, I there mean, it, it
2: is where the Illuminati live And there's like a big war going up On the moon for like the last few years yeah, Everyone Between the world fighting. powers right, be,
1: They've been fighting the lizard warriors Because you yeah. know there's, there's lizard
0: people Everywhere see, the,
2: the Illuminati are actually the Templars you see So they all live on the moon
0: And they're all trying to get the green cheese that's on the moon, which is real.
1: Okay. Uh, Other questions we've got. Uh, Ewan Craig wants to ask, how do you feel about the fact that BBC2 is rebooting Robot Wars? (laughs)
0: Yeah, why not? I I I don't give a shit.
1: I used to love Robot Wars. I am more than happy for more Robot Wars. I am trying to work out, like, how much would it cost me to build a robot? I could totally go on Robot Wars. Don't know what my robot would do, but... I, just, I mean, I just want to be on Robot Wars.
0: So long as they bring back Dead Metal, which was the best robot, like the best House oh, Robot. Oh no, Matilda from the robot was, was the best.
2: What was Matilda it? Was De- De- Dead what? Dead Metal. Dead Metal.
0: It was the scorpion-looking one.
2: Oh. I just uh, remember well, Sir lot, Yeah,
0: everyone uh, remembers
2: Sir Killalot. Sir
0: lot had the big like axe thing. Was that right? He was the lube Yeah, he was the one they introduced a bit later as like the lu Boo of yeah. the House Robots.
1: Uh, Matilda was basically just like a Triceratops.
0: With a chainsaw tail.
1: Yeah, and I thought that dinosaurs were cool, so I liked the idea of like basically Triceratops, the 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 robot. So the other
0: one, Sergeant Bash, I think was another (gasps) one. Had a flamethrower.
1: Sergeant Bash. Yeah, that flamethrower really didn't do much. It was pointless. Flamethrowers, like long term, you might melt an antenna, but short term, you're not doing any damage with it.
2: Yeah, but (laughs) but it's showy, and the audience likes it.
0: Well, that's it. People like all the. They like to see fire. Who doesn't? It's like, oh, no, we're going to push it in the pit of fire. Oh, no. No, I've, I've only seen people, you know, just making references to it on Twitter and stuff. Is Craig Charles coming back for it?
1: I have not heard if Craig Charles is coming back. I really hope so, because yeah. Craig Charles is amazing on Robot Wars. Also,
0: um, Video Guidance coming to the BBC as well. It's returning oh, to the really? BBC. really? Yeah, Rab Florence, um, sort of the, the show that... One of the earliest things he ever did. And, yeah, fucking, fucking Video Guidance. Like... I can't even remember when it was last on. Go
1: BBC for bringing back, like, decent stuff back into rotation. I hope that this stuff stays as, like, campy as it used to be. Don't try and make Robot Wars into something serious. Let it be what it was,
0: please. Oh, God, I can just imagine that, them doing, like, a dark,
2: gritty reboot of Robot Wars. Some of these robots are legit fucking terrifying.
1: (laughs) Yeah, these are things, like, if someone set one of these on you as a human being, you'd probably be in some trouble.
2: You would run away very quickly if one of these. Yeah, it's like I don't I don't
1: want to be faced by that thing with the spinning saw blades. No, Mm -hmm. sorry. Nope. What was it also with all the things that like it was a really common thing that robots had to have like an axe that like flipped down, that like swung down so that if they were on their back they could flip themselves back up. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. That was a big
1: thing with robots was you had to have something that was a weapon but also flipped you back the right side
0: up. I still remember. I think like the most successful robot they ever had was literally just. It was just a very tiny ramp on wheels, and its entire thing was to just charge high speed at something and then flip it upside down off, off its back. And and like it didn't do anything impressive, but it was like one of the most successful robots they had. And It was this tiny, pointless shit little thing.
2: I'm looking at that. that one they one just right really now. cleverly
0: designed.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um... how did? But surely knocking something over doesn't automatically give you the win, does it? So long if they can't get
1: back it, up, they have a time limit. I think to get back up; otherwise, they're considered yeah.
0: like, nope, you can't keep fighting. So that That's one it. was if, probably
2: if, responsible for all the extra paddles sticking out the sides. I think then. probably
0: was, yeah. Like, yeah. like once they caught on to to what it was doing, there's one but. that
2: looks like a really shit Starship Enterprise.
0: Do you know what it's called? No. <laughs> I don't know why we all went quiet at that like, I, I, I've got nothing to say to that I was trying to think about it I was like, which,
1: which one was that? Did I ever see that?
2: No, if you just google robot wars It comes straight up
1: um, yeah. I'm just having a quick look Seeing if we got any more decent questions today Because we've we've Rattled through everything really quickly again mm. Where are where are the weeks Where we were doing hour and 45 minute We've
2: a minute short episode this gone? week
0: to know. be honest, like are you, gonna, like, are you going to edit out chair, that ten like, minutes like, um, of
2: silence when the call went? Ah, uh, oh, we're going to
0: edit some of it out, but some <laughs> of it
2: gonna we're going to censor leave in. that, Laura.
1: No. Oh, no. we're <laughs> leaving some of it in. We're leaving some of it in to basically like poke fun at you and <laughs> also poke fun at Skype. So you know
0: it's fine honestly like i don't think a a long one is is particularly brilliant for me the state i'm in like once we're done here i'm gonna go probably lie down in bed and cry for a bit well the only
1: problem i've got is i don't know if we've crossed an hour yet because we kept having a stop and start in the middle so i don't have an accurate timer of how long we've been going um
0: if we don't go for an hour i will sing a little song until the time limit's used up
1: well that's what i'm trying to work out quickly where we are i'll do it I'll, i'll
0: do it in post how oh, you gonna do it in post? I'll do it in post. If if I have to do a little song to make up to get people at least an hour's worth of entertainment, I'll do it.
1: <laughs> we have had a couple of other questions we can very quickly go through. Um, Andy Torres wants to ask a question that I don't think Gavin's gonna have an answer to. Uh, what Pokemon best describes you, Jim? Which Pokemon are you?
0: Ekans, because I also am a s- snake backwards. Uh,
1: okay. Okay.
0: Tinky Winky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, okay. You you know that one was the gay one, right? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you just so you know, it's the gay one.
2: Wait, there were straight ones.
1: Ah, uh, damn!
2: I'd fuck Tinky Winky. Yeah,
1: the mm. handbag's pretty hot. He's
2: got that whole David Beckham voice going on.
0: Yeah, and that David Bowie look.
2: <laughs> oh dear.
0: But he had a big. He had a big bulbous package at the bottom. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, they all did. So, so these big, like, like they. I don't. I, to be honest, I didn't know where I was going with that. Tinky Winky doesn't look like David Bowie at all.
1: <laughs> I am somewhat <laughs> wondering where you were trying to go with that.
0: I didn't know.
1: Um, there is one question that we get asked about a few times and might be worth going over quickly. Von Virgo on Twitter wants to ask uh, "What exactly is the this Frog Fractions two you you every now and then reference?" Um, for anyone who doesn't know. Go play Frog Fractions right now. Don't look at anything about it. Go play Frog Fractions, and then realize how interesting it is, and know that there's a sequel out there somewhere in the world that we haven't found. I I don't feel like it's really like is it Laura, worth Laura, saying more than Laura, that about Frog Fractions? Laura, yeah.
2: Just uh, it was your turn to be interrupted there, just to keep that uh, that one commenter just to keep happy. The going. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, Jim. it's... Is it worth saying more than that about Frog Fractions? Or just say, go no, you play just it?
0: Just go play it, and then you'll understand why people yeah. want Frog Fractions to go, like... go
1: Go play it, and then the sequel... The developer has basically said, it's not going to be a direct sequel. It's going to be spiritually similar. He funded it on Kickstarter, and is not going to tell people what game it is, which feels very thematically appropriate for that developer. It's like, if you find it and ask me if it's Frog Fractions 2, and I say yes then congratulations, I will send everyone copies. But until then, no one's getting copies of Frog Fractions 2, which is why everyone keeps wondering if certain games are Frog Fractions 2. Because Frog Fractions 2 is meant to exist. For all we know, that developer did take the money and run and not develop anything, and he will get away with that because he had a a really
0: good basis to do that on. Just, that's mm-hmm. it. Like the the whole Frog Fractions thing is just this big mystery, and it's it's pretty amazing, like just as phenomenons go. Yeah, go play- And the first one is I, I I haven't played it in like Donkey's years. It- I think I might do do that while I've still got some strength to stay sat upright. I think I might give Frog Fractions another little go before I uh, go yeah. lie it's, down and cry. It's
1: well worth looking back at because the. I can certainly see things that it did that other games have learnt from. The idea of there being like, oh there's slightly more under the surface of this game and it's it's a very much a touchstone for those discussions. So play Frog Fractions, read the Kickstarter page for Frog Fractions 2, and then maybe go Google like the ARGs that are going on for Frog Fractions too. <laughs>
2: Every time you it's say, Frog interesting Fractions. reading. <laughs> What wrong we like saying frog mini.
1: fractions? Frog
2: fractions,
1: <laughs> frog, fractions? <laughs> frog fractions Don't make there's fun of a frog words, fractions boys. There's just certain words oh. that when
2: you say them It's really posh <laughs> it's like, I oh, am
1: not posh in the slightest concern Hello, I'm Laura <laughs> <laughs> like uh, uh, Hello, I'm Gavin I'll, I'll <laughs> drink, i drink and, uh, I'm in a And I'm a rock musician <laughs> Is that, that a good impression, Gav? Is that a good impression? That,
2: that was uncanny <laughs> I
1: know, it's, it's mm. Almost like it was you talking and not me doing an impression of you. I,
0: yeah. I I don't even know who's saying what now. The like both of you are just so good at impersonating the other. Oh, but yeah, I, I'm so
1: good at impersonating Laura. <laughs> I sound posh when I pretend to be Laura. <laughs> I th- was that I think meant I'm to I'm be me good at
2: pretending to do <laughs> Gav's voice? I'm getting getting better at it. <sighs> ah,
0: should we should we wrap up there for this week? Yes, yes, yes. Apologies to David Bowie's estate for uh, us making this piece of shit episode um, the one that's kind of something of a tribute to him Did um, you guys
2: see what happened on uh, Celebrity Big Brother actually?
0: I I distanced myself entirely I oh, have that no kind idea what happened
2: It was incredibly unfortunate they have his ex-wife in there
0: Oh dear! Yeah, oh. and
2: she was told the news got, for god knows what reason decided to stay in the house uh, went out and told one of the other guests That David has died, and the other guest thought that David Guest, who is another person in the house, had died.
0: Oh no! And went
2: absolutely ballistic, and it was really, really the most cringe inducing thing I've ever seen on television.
0: (laughs) Holy shit!
2: (laughs) It was so bad.
0: (laughs) There should
1: probably be a rule that if one of your family dies, you leave that show.
2: They Without really her, they, having a
1: choice in the matter,
2: they showed her crying and stuff. It was pretty bad taste, to have to say, that they showed her crying.
0: Knowing Channel Four, they probably did. They know it's Channel Five oh, now. Yeah. It's no, not they, been Channel Four for a long time. For,
2: like it's, I, I imagine they were sitting behind the mirrors, going, "Yes, yeah."
0: Well, yes. you're probably high fiving yeah. each other. And Laura you say it's Channel Five yeah, now. It's moved yeah, to channel are they definitely five. exploited? It, it yeah, now? it's Channel Four.
1: A little bit dodgy. Channel 5, they will exploit anything for yeah. money. They're
0: not proud. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I didn't... Fuck, it was Channel 4 when I last... Uh, it hasn't last been last Channel 4 country. for a great number of years. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's how out of touch I am with the, the old homeland. Mm. But, yeah, I could... Oh, God, like, I don't even need to see it. I can just imagine them just fucking focusing on that. On,
2: mm. ugh, ugh, re- they I really stretch the definition of celebrity as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Yeah. <sighs> That, yeah, that was an okay. episode what we did. That was an episode. Yeah. Laura! Your, we, we said we'd do final thoughts for this year, didn't we? Um, I, which I, can also I, include you plugging your material.
1: My, my final th- thought is you should go see all my stuff that I'm going to plug. How's that for a final there thought? There uh, Laura K Buzz on pretty much everything. Laura K Buzz on Twitter. Laura K Buzz on Patreon. Laura K Buzz Laura K Buzz on YouTube where I'm currently doing three Let's Play episodes every day. Sony, you don't own the term yet. You can't stop me using it. I'm playing... Undertale, Read Only Memories and Katawa Shojo. Um Katawa Shojo we just got to the bit with all the sex happening. So th- go check that out on the YouTube.
0: Oh. Yeah, that that that's the things. Okay, Gavin. What have you got to say for yourself?
2: Final thoughts on 2000 2000- 15? I hope 2016 is a nicer year around the world. I do. But okay. sadly, well, it doesn't seem like it's going that way, it's, given, it's
1: the, the, given start the, the story of the not, year is
2: gone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, a man can hope. Um, um,
0: final word from me. Oh, are you still Oh, no, I was just going to
2: say the usual shit. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter, oh, YouTube, shit, yes. Miracle Sound.
0: There you go. And um, final thoughts from me are... Tr- don't be a dick on Steam when someone's selling a game about their dead son, right? Like maybe maybe your steam trolling can be reserved for something else. Um, yeah, you know, if 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 the fa- if a grieving family want to make a game and and sell it and you know make a what I think is is a beautiful uh, experience, even if it's not that good a game. Maybe you know personally attacking them and having a go at them for trying to sell something as if books and movies haven't had people sell you know their own tragic stories for decades and centuries, uh, as if games are somehow exempt from that, uh, which I find disrespectful to games as a medium um, as, as well as everything else. Uh, just just don't be a quat. All right. That that that'll be my closing sentiment for the day. Don't be a fucking quat. Um, in fact, I'm sure many the, the the fine people listening to this aren't quats, so you're all good by me. But but maybe spread that message throughout the world, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.